0: Hey everybody, and welcome to the Mad Men recap. This is Paul. This is John. And uh, we're back, as again uh, with completely no schedule. John, absolutely uh, not. We are not choosing a day in the week to do this. We just do it when we can, and we're happy to do it. And what do we got today for the people? Uh, John, we, we're still—I don't know if you know this—but we're still recapping season two. Oh, I know it. Uh, of but the you show know what? Mad Men. This kind of marks the halfway point. Does it? Well, not yet. Okay. Okay. That's why it kind of does? Yep. Thanks. Uh, this, uh, this week's episode, maiden form, John, we learn a couple things. Uh, Pete Campbell must have had acne as a child because it scarred him for life. Heyo. Um, upon further review, uh, apparently Chauncey is a great AA sponsor. He's not going to let you slip, John. Not even you. No, sir. And it turns out that just worldwide, everywhere you look, everybody hates Duck, John. Everybody? Everybody. I've been talking just to random people on the street. People that look like they don't even know about the show. And I'm like, hey, uh, how are your feelings about Duck? And they usually swear at me. And then uh, we move on. And I take that as them not liking him. Oh,
1: they get, He makes people angry.
0: Everybody, John. It doesn't matter what walk of life you're from.
1: Very angry. Even
0: the French don't like him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just I'm just telling you how it is. Uh now that those three you may have uh noticed didn't sound like uh ones that I would have come up with, or even John, because people this time we got some folks writing in with a few of them, John. Yeah, that's great. It was wonderful. And uh what I did is I took one from each uh person. The first one was uh from a listener we know very well, Denise. Thank you very much. Um, The second one was uh, from Zach. Well done. I did change it up a little bit, Zach. I apologize. And then uh, the last one, uh, although not really uh, uh, worded at all, uh, that was from Erica. She just sent us an email about how much she hates Doc, and we loved it. That was fantastic. Because, I mean, honestly, who likes him?
1: And so we get the show started, and it's an opening musical montage that Matt Weiner's done before. And we get to see the three ladies... Peggy, Betty, and Joan all getting
0: dressed, all putting on their undergarments, getting ready to start the day. Yes, and I just wanted to point out that that song is actually uh, not a period song. Um, I believe it's by the De- the Decemberists. I'm not a huge fan, but uh, I know someone who is, Kate. And uh, so I thought that was that was a little unusual to start something uh, not so period. I'm sure they've done it before, but this one I just caught.
1: Yeah, absolutely. They, I mean, the only time that they've Try to really stick with it is when they've used media inside of the episode, so like the television sound bites or the uh, the like the sukiyaki and the
2: Japanese well, uh, they, they've they've
0: ended the episode with songs from the period quite often.
1: Oh yeah, but sometimes those are even older mm. uh, or or a little newer. Okay, but no, it was it was a fun. I mean, it really it uh, was a lot faster start than some of the episodes. Indeed, as far as the music goes. And then we we flip, it it really ends like the song ends abruptly, and there's a magazine that's flipped on the desk, and it's this woman in her bra standing in front of a train, and it's her maiden form. And apparently, Sterling Koo is taking care of Playtex.
0: Sterling Koo. Uh, Right. And uh, uh, Duck is not doing his job here, John. The client has called him uh, with concerns about this ad, being like, hey, you know, like, you know, our ads are just kind of very uh, matter of fact. Like, hey, ours fit great. Um, and these ads are just a little bit more enticing why why aren't why aren 't you know why aren 't we doing that and don responds with duck it's it 's part of your job to inform them that sales are great and they don 't need to worry about this but they 've
1: been getting better yeah, and this- sales have been
0: yeah and uh, and duck apparently uh probably doesn 't know that uh, and he just completely folds and says we 'll have our creative do something which is a pain it 's a pain for don i 'm sure he is Tons of other stuff he's working on at the time and a little this little added waste of time work is not uh, not cool. Well,
1: it didn't help that Roger didn't back him at all. Oh, you yeah. know, I mean, Roger just hops in and says, you know, throw, let them see that they're paying for creative. Throw him a bone. So
0: speaking of throwing a bone, John, we meet one of the most beloved characters, I think, in the entire series right after this little meeting. Is this Patricia? No, it's not, John. It's, all right. It's Chomsky. Oh, okay. Is that a name? Have you ever heard that name before? Uh, chompsy Chompsie? Is it Chomp? Like Chompsy? No, no. Ch- it's chompsy. Chon. Chon? Like Chauncey. There chompsy. you go. Chauncey. Chauncey. Yes. yes. Is that a family name? Where would you get a name like Chauncey? I think that's medieval. No, it's not. Come on. Don't mess with me. You know I'm not that bright. That's true. You would have bought that. I would have. I almost All right. did, And I. Almost no, no. I,
1: I think that this is probably something Doug thought up of when he was maybe, I don't know, drunk.
0: Wasted? Yes. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, uh, so we
1: meet uh, Chauncey and his ex-wife Pauline and his two teenage children, Patricia and Mark. Uh,
0: those we, kids kind of suck, man. I got to be honest with you.
1: They're they're Duck's kids. Mandy. What was
0: Well, fair enough. They're the little ducks. <laughs> that's that's not even funny.
1: Uh, but, you know, but it was it was a very awkward scene. Uh, Duck and his ex are awkward. The kids are awkward. Uh, just and then and then <laughs> Freddie shows up and says, you know, hey. Uh, can I get another box of Braziers? That was fantastic. I
0: love Freddy. I love Freddy. He's my favorite character. Have I said that I have a favorite character before? Because if I did, I was lying, and it's Freddy.
1: Uh, this is probably the fourth different favorite character you've had, but that's I, all right.
0: Didn't I just it's say Chompy was the, the best? Doesn't matter. John, you know what this episode's all about? Tell me. Summer. It's all about summer. Everybody's summer. talking about where they're going to be summering. Oh yes, yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, it's uh, is it uh, it would be uh, Memorial Day weekend. Yes. Right. So everyone's uh, everyone's planning uh, you know, fun times for the long weekend. We see uh, we see Peggy and uh, uh why does my mind go blank? Well, Peg Peggy and and uh, Rapy Pete Campbell. Rapy Pete, but no, we all know Rapey Pete, but Sal ah Sal, and Rapy Pete's uh, office talking about clear cell, and he says he's probably going to see his father-in-law this weekend and he needs some kind of thing. And is this where he pitches his idea?
1: Yes. that yeah, For the first time. Yeah.
0: And, uh, and Peggers has to kind of shoot him down because it sucks.
1: It, there's no originality to it. What it is
0: She's, she's describing like a, a, a teenage couple getting ready for a date. Correct? Well, not even a couple like prom. Well, night. Right. Yeah. It so like prom night, but yeah, the guy yeah. and a girl. Yeah. And, uh, uh and what 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 is Pete's tag on?
1: Pete says, you know, at the end of the commercial it should say,
0: thanks, Claracil. Wow. I mean, that's wow. just that that is bursting with originality. It is. It's very clever. I like how he used the word thanks. <laughs> wow. Wow, buddy. <laughs> anyway, uh uh Peggers kind of shoots him down. She's like, Yeah, uh, or some kind of line.
2: Claracil, yes. you know, yes. something,
0: but uh thanks. Okay. Uh So, uh, we leave Boy Genius there and we go to the, uh, to the country club where Don and, uh, Betty are, uh, our guests of another couple. Yeah. And, uh, Don's talking to some guy who's building a fallout shelter. No wonder he hates everyone. The guy he's talking to is named Crab. Crab? Crab. Crab. I'm having trouble with names tonight. Uh, that's unfortunate. No kidding. Uh... Now, he's from another agency and describes, like, a fallout and, okay, whatever. Uh, But then, John, the best part is we run into that weenie dude Arthur, who who was making moves on Betty at the stables. Right. Yeah, no, he's a member of the club, apparently. And he has been his whole life. And he says, oh, I haven't seen you around here before because I would because I'm creepy. I'd probably stalk you from maybe up in a tree. He wouldn't do that. He would totally do that. Look at him. I was going to say, look at him. He couldn't climb a tree. He could climb a tree. He's very athletic.
1: Just not on a horse. But the only reason the Drapers are there is that they're guests of members. They're not members at this club.
0: No, I don't think Don would do that. That's not his thing. No, it's not his thing. Uh, so he comes over and he says, hey, you know, I haven't seen you around at the stables. Uh, you you change your schedule just because of me. And uh, But he does a, g- a very graceful uh, graceful job of handling this. A uh, bunch of, no, no, it's not you. Hey, you know what? Let's do what we used to do back in college and just be friends.
1: But as she's doing this, as she's talking with him and, and uh, laughing a little bit, Don sees this from the other side of the room. And a jealous Don is not a happy Don.
0: A jealous Don isn't a happy Don, but at the same time, I think he's not frightened. Because literally, this guy looks like a weenie.
1: No, but this is the first time where Don is actually you know, gotten jealous in front of us.
0: I Not really. He just looks at her. He doesn't really. No, no. He's ticked. He's all pissed. Right. All right. Whoa. All right. Let's let's it's a family podcast, John, please. Oh, uh, yep. To keep it under control. Right. Uh, so at the end of that little exchange with uh, Betty and Arthur, the kids run in and you get this kind of look on his face, like a realization of what he's trying to do here, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, she really is married. Oh, she really does have kids. Oh, maybe I'm sleazy. Exit stage left. Day. Uh, And so so, uh, then uh, they all kind of sit down and they do this. uh, uh, They're going to do a little fashion show. But before that, they'd like to thank all the men in service. And they all have to stand up. And uh, yet another time when Don feels kind of uh, like a fake, a phony. If you he is because he's not I mean, a hero. He did serve. He did serve indeed. But he also stole a dead a dead man's identity because his face blew off. There's no there's no honor in that, John. I guess that. The, no, you're right. That's none the, at you know,
1: all. Nope. None at all. Can't figure that one out. Yeah, but he, he yes, he's awkward with that whole
0: whole salute. And his daughter and and Betty are looking up adoringly at him. Indeed. Um We then cut to uh, to rapey Pete Campbell's house, where him and his brother, who looks nothing like him, by the way, um, are having a little cookout. Uh, Pete's wearing the uh, awful apron. Kiss uh, the chef. It's not a kiss the chef. It's le biche. Right, the nineteen sixty two version of kiss the chef. I wonder if uh, if that's just a little shout out to us because um, it's French from Paris. And,
1: And you like the French.
0: Hey, you know what? I don't, but they like right. me. What am I supposed to do? Anyway, uh, so this is where we start talking about summering. And his brother asks him if he's going to come down to the, uh, to the summer house, you know, where mom's at. And he's like, listen, I don't know if I can do that. I'm really important at the agency, and they can't just, you know, they, they can't live without me, which couldn't, yeah. be, couldn't be less true. He is
1: so full of himself. And oh, it's just, geez. It's unbelievable.
0: Oh, you just want to slap him in his little rapey face, don't you? Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, so that kind of goes, you know, whatever. It was kind of funny where his brother was like, oh, you know, if you don't visit, I will be really disappointed because the last time I was talking to her, she couldn't stop talking about you. And he's like, Really? And his brother's like, no, (laughs) and like uh, his brother's wife is like, I don't see how that's funny at all. And then they both kind of leave the room and I'm like, listen, lady, if you don't have a sense of humor. You know, life's going to be hard, right? (laughs) That's right. Indeed. They need to read the the Paul deal book of comedy. Okay, Uh, not not yet published, but soon be available on Amazon. Reserve your copy. The, uh, the next scene is there's a little swimsuit, uh, fashion show, fashion show at the country club, which I found, uh, uncomfortable. uncomfortable? It was uncomfortable for me, John. <laughs> that was a lot of flesh for this show.
1: It really was. I uh, mean, even, even the, the, you know, the women that they portray as very attractive and sexy are very covered
0: up. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, now, Don can't quite handle this because these aren't the kind of ladies he's used to. He he leaves, says tells Betty he has to go into the office because there's going to be some other people there. And what does he do, John? He goes out and calls my friend and yours, Bob o Barrett. She is no friend of mine. Okay. Uh, she is uh, she's heading to the beach house, if I'm not mistaken. With who? Her daughter? Her 18-year-old son. The jeez. I don't know how you don't think
1: this is an older woman for Don.
0: I I don't know I don't really want to get into this John. I I'm not going to I'm not going to play right. the name game. You know, I think she's cool. Um you know, I I'm really no, no. At a, I'm at a loss for words and nope. I would, I think I would paint myself in a corner if I kept talking about it. So I won't. Let's Turns move out on. It turns out Don's not so into this going and hanging out with her and her daughter. Son. Oh, son. Whatever. And uh he decides to go home and drink some milk. <laughs> By himself. By himself and stare out the window. Now, this was kind of you know, I'm noticing as we watch as you know we rewatch these episodes that I feel like I'm kind of being hit over the head with this whole Don you know, uh, retrospective all the time, you know, or introspective. He's introspective. Okay, he's thinking about stuff. All right. Now he's thinking about some stuff and drinking some milk. Okay. I don't know. I don't think he
1: was really thinking about anything.
0: You think he was just drinking some milk?
1: Kind of. I mean, he was just, you know, his plan didn't work out. He didn't want to be at the club. And he just left. I don't really think he was introspecting.
0: Okay. I don't know. I just learned that word again. I wanted to use it.
1: But he, uh, you know, because that's the thing about Don is his whole his whole being is about forgetting. Mm -hmm. You know, he he forgets. And so when he does have quiet time, he can't really dwell on the past. He can't stew or think, you know, so he really just empties his mind. So he does nothing.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. The next thing we see uh, Pete coming in and uh, going into talking to uh, Peggers and saying, hey, I think you should use that line. And you know why? Because I mentioned it to my dad, my dad-in-law, over the weekend, and surprise you, surprise me, he loved it.
1: And Peggy, you know, Peggy doesn't put up any kind of a fight. She's like, look, you know, she doesn't say, leave it to me. She just says, you know, the important thing is making him happy.
2: You do your job, I'll do mine.
0: I think she's smart enough to realize that this is a losing battle. And you know what? Whatever, man. I got other stuff to do.
1: Right. You know what I mean? I mean, she just got assigned to the maiden form account. She yeah. thinks that's true. And this so, yeah, so she she's just trying to move on and, and, and Pete continues to make life awkward going on about his weekend and what did she do and all, you know, they, she's not, she's not into him right now. Well,
0: I think Pete, uh, Pete's under this whole, uh, let's just forget, you know, because they, of course, shared a moment that turned into a child. And, uh, He's just acting like it never happened. And she's like, you know what, man? I don't really want to hear about your weekend. Pretty much. With your wife and your family and your French apron. Eat it.
1: (laughs) And and that's, you know, and and it uh, launches into a John Wayne movie. uh, Seriously, no one cares. Uh,
0: The next scene, uh, Don is in his office and his uh, lobstery girl. Yeah, Jane has baked... She put the baby oil on. A little too much, John. She's, she's awfully red. Uh, and she said she got burned behind the knees, John. That's the worst,
1: buddy. I, don't, I think the top of the feet might actually be even worse. It hurts.
0: Fair enough. Oh, sorry. Uh, so then uh, Roger comes. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Did you just catch that one? Oh, have I said it a few times already? <laughs> About five. <Hey-o. laughs> that's right. We're, you know what? We, uh, we took a break for one show.
1: <laughs> but uh, yeah, so so Roger comes in and uh, you know this is uh, Roger tries to play the part of the peacemaker here, as always. Not not as always, but uh, you know this time I like the line he has that Errol Flynn is gone and so is my taste for swordplay. oh. put them away. Fair enough. You know I thought that was that was great. He's trying to get these uh, you know he's trying to get two of the higher ups in his in his his company. To get back to just normal working relationship.
0: You got to do it. You got to do er it, man. That ever happened to you at work? All the time, John. I like to live on the edge of keeping everyone kind of mad at me. And so whenever possible, uh, the head, you know, the owner has to come over and ask me to take someone to lunch. And I never do. So it doesn't work. It doesn't work. I go over to their desk and threaten them. And then, I mean, things seem to be fine.
1: (laughs) So, that, so so Roger's trying to to set the piece. And then we we get back with Duck and we see Duck and the kids. Now this is after the weekend. So they've spent the weekend with Duck. They're waiting in his office to get picked up by their mom. Mhm. And we find out that uh, their mom is in fact now moving on. She has yeah, a bow. Well, let's just
0: but let's just let's just okay. Uh Duck's child, Junior Duck, apparently yes. had no tact at all. Okay? Junior Duck is, is, is on a well-worn path, but he becomes as big as a douche as his dad. Because his dad's like, hey, I'm going to leave you some money. The food cart comes around in like 20 minutes. Feel free to... And the guy's like, uh, Junior Duck, uh, I got on my own money. I've got $100, right? 150 150 it's... Junior Duck. And it's like, oh, where'd you get that? That's a lot of money. And uh, this is how he finds out. Junior Duck says, uh, well, you know... Um, Mom's, mom's new boyfriend, or shall I say fiance. I mean, come on, buddy. Could we just, could we not class do it, it like that? Yeah, just all I expect is a little bit of class from the ducks.
2: <laughs>
0: I don't know why. I don't know why, John. I don't either. They, they haven't shown you anything to the
1: contrary that they would be, you know, swimming in class.
0: Like any other human, duck is taken aback by this, but does his best to seem unfazed.
1: And fails. I mean he is really, really down about this.
0: And his kids aren't much help. They're kinda douches. Kinda? They kinda hate him. You know, they don't, parents. The apple break does not up, fall John.
1: far from the tree, my friend.
0: Indeed. When parents break up, kids get mad. Anyway. Uh, so
1: are you done with Duck? I'm all done, thank you. So now we get to see, we get to go from a duck to a weasel. Hey oh. Kinsey has weaseled his way into the PlayTex account. What a dick. And uh, apparently he was out with the boys the night before, and they were talking about the the account. They were talking about women. And Kin- I have to say, this was an OK idea. It's a good idea. And Don agrees. But so so, Kinsey proposes the idea for the Playtex account that every woman in America at this time wants to be either Jackie Kennedy or Marilyn Monroe. Mm-hmm. And he actually walks out into the office and starts pointing out woman after woman. Uh, actually, only four of the women, but to make his point
0: mm-hmm.
1: and and Don likes it he likes the uh, he likes the the two sides idea he likes the two women idea um although they they do have some fun at uh, peggy's expense when when she says she doesn't feel like she's either
0: yeah <laughs> that's true
1: well actually uh ken Ken's the one that's kind of a dork, he says Gertrude Stein, who was this heinous looking author. But uh, but Don Don's actually very. I looked this up. This uh, Irene Dunne, mm-hmm. she was older, so she she was in her heyday in the 30s and 40s. She was a very attractive woman, very good talented actress. What, this, um,
0: that's not what Sal says.
1: No, uh, Don Don says Irene Dunn. and then and then Freddie looks at Peggy and goes, "Oh, I love Irene Dunn. <laughs> <laughs> what? Wait a minute. Um, but anyway, so, so so we see that uh, we see already that Peggy's kind of. You know, getting armbarred out. Don says that on the account, and she's
0: bummed out. Right on. Right on. Uh, Where where do we go from there? I'm sorry. You caught me looking up Irene Dunn on the Intertron.
1: Oh, that's no problem. We head over to Duck's office. Um, Well, actually, Duck comes into this meeting, and uh, Don and Duck head out for not really lunch. They just go over to Duck's office. Oh, man. and they, you know, it's
0: not the most comfortable talk. This is extremely uncomfortable and yet my favorite scene. This is your favorite scene? In the, in this episode. Okay. Totally. All it's right. It's amazing.
1: But yeah, I mean, Duck, Duck, you know, lays out this thing about how he was, uh, you know, he was in the Marines and, you know, never wanted to have somebody lay down for him. And, and Don's like, what the hell?
0: Yeah. What do you want me to do, Sarge? Doesn't he say something like that? Yeah, yeah. Uh He's like, is that what you want me to say? Oh, man. You know, Sarge, I'm scared. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, man.
1: Uh, But, Doug, I I think Doug ends it as well as you can. And he goes, look, Don, you're right on American. You haven't. I told you so. Can we move on? Yeah. And and Don's like, "Okay." So I think that that accomplished what Roger wanted it to.
0: My favorite thing is he stands up when uh, Don's going to leave, right? And then Don shuts the door. And he literally almost pukes and passes out at the same time. It's incredible. Like, when you can Doc, just tell... No, Doc. It looks like... Like, seriously, he was using every fiber of his being to try to combat Don there.
1: Oh, yeah. Because he, he just can't keep up.
0: No, and, and he's scared. I mean, who would... I'm I'm frightened of Don. I mean, you would be frightened if Don came into your office in that kind of, you know, uh, with that kind of attitude. Yeah. You'd be a little scared, my friend.
1: So, it's been a rough day for for Doc. Finds out his uh, his ex is getting married... He finds out that uh, he's scared of Don, yeah um but but so we leave duck and we go to the hotel uh oh, we hit the sheets, oh geez, and we see Don and Bobby, Miss, mrs Barrett hey uh, and they play
0: their you know they play their little game you what know? little game they have this whole little like uh uh Bobby Bobby's always playing this, she's trying to get Don. To admit, uh, not admit, but, uh, you know, act like he likes her. Right. You know what I mean? Like, so trying to get him to say, oh, I want to stay or I want to do this or I right. want to be with you. And he'll never do it. And he tries the same thing with her and she'll never do it. And and we, this is where we find out that she also has a daughter. Dugies, and she's in a play. And oh, my God. How many more kids you got, lady? Well, that's it. I hope so.
1: <laughs> Can't take anymore. Yeah, you're right. So they they have that little back and forth, and uh, neither one of them gives in. So she says Don can stay if he wants, and that's it. They just they they move on, and we get back to the office, and we see that you know Peg going to have to fight every step of the way if she wants to go where she wants to go. This is true. They have a casting call for Playtex models. Peggy wasn't invited. She just happens down into the uh, the casting area. I have to say, though, uh, Ken actually says, you can come in if you want. You know, and she turned it down. So I don't well, know. I would, mean, she... would
0: you go in there? To the Captain Douche Machines asking stupid questions? She's just upset that she wasn't invited. I, you, you don't actually want to be in there. Really? Well, I, I'm guessing she wouldn't actually want to be in there. I know you would like to be in there, John. With the douche crew? With the douche crew. Hmm. Did you did you come up with any douchey things to say if you were in that meeting? Which meeting? Okay, John, you're making this difficult now. In the next scene, uh, we see uh, Pete uh, leaving for the day, uh, and he runs into uh, Chomsey and Duck, and he says that he would like to get a dog for the office. thinks he'll he'll get one, you know, next week. And Duck's like, Nah, I don't think that's a good idea at all, Campbell. It was kind of also- great.
1: We also see that, uh, you know, we also see Ducks a little bit embarrassed about his situation because he lies about why he got the dog. You know, he says he made his wife give Uh, him back to me.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, what are you going to say? She's getting remarried. Uh, My kids hate me. And it turns out they also hate the dog, so I got him. Well, I think, you know, if you're going to say that to anybody, Pete would be the most helpful. I doubt Pete's ever helpful, John. Next thing you know... Uh, he's getting on the elevator and one of the girls that tried out for the Playtex thing uh, is also getting on the elevator. Uh, she's uh, she's she's taller than Pete. She's maybe even a little more manly than Pete. And uh, Pete throws the moves on her, John. He does. He takes advantage of a, you know, disappointed young woman. Slightly stupid young woman. Yes. 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 She's not the brightest bulb, John.
1: No, she's not. And, you know, I think it's really it's just interesting because Pete wants to be that guy. You know, he wants to be that tall, dark and handsome, that charmer. And and this, you know, despite the fact that he uh, for the first time, I think, in the history of the show, doesn't force himself on someone. This is true. It's still not kind of a normal Thing, you know, she's living with her mom, she cranks up the TV. It's still
0: creepy is what you're getting. Yeah. At. And yes, John, yeah. it is still creepy. Uh the uh the girl thinks it's hilarious that her mom's there. Oh, okay. And um Pete's apparently okay with it. Uh apparent you know, he's been having some trouble with uh with with his wife and things are getting a little weird at home, and I think that adds to this um this infidelity, if you will. But
1: to this point, he's only having trouble because he's an awful person, you know? I mean, Indeed, we have not that's seen true. anything the only, from yes. her.
0: Trudy is lovely. Uh, and right. He is, you're right, a dick. Uh, but in his mind, they're having trouble. I don't know. This whole thing, it was just yet another reason to think of these kind of uh, these sleazy, awful. And, and they did it. And I don't even think uh, that she was uh, that attractive. And I think she was kind of mannish. I think it was all the hairspray though. You think it was? Yeah. I think it was also the thick neck and huge head moving on.
1: Uh, but Pete comes home from this. He does. You know, sneaks in and, and really, really like admires himself. He does.
0: He looks in the mirror and he's got a little smirk. Like, Hey, I did it. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Uh, Yeah.
1: Way to go. Chuck,
0: man, you Um, are a man among men. Pete, we flash forward to the next morning. Uh, and we're at the Draper household. Uh, I don't know if you noticed this. Uh, but, uh, uh, little, uh, man, what's the kid's name? Sally? The little boy. Bob. Bobby. Bobby. Is it Bobby? Yeah. Oh, see, that's why I was confused. I thought to myself, it couldn't be Bobby because there's a Bobby Barrett. Little oh, no. Bobby Draper. Little Bobby Draper's running around with a bucket on his head. Did you see this? Did you see Go back. It's at, uh, it's at, it's, it's at mile minute 33.46. Uh, you'll see, <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> you'll see him running around with a bucket on his head. It's awesome. It's, it's very quick. Oh man, left side
1: of the screen. Just a, little,
0: just a little enjoyment for everybody out there in TV land. Um, but
1: what I think happens next is that uh, this is this is what uh, this little interaction between Don and his bikini-clad wife is the product of him seeing her talking with Arthur. Arthur. Yes. I don't. I don't think he reacts this way if he if she doesn't think she's being. I don't
0: know, was, John. That was pretty revealing.
1: What was revealing?
0: The uh, the bikini.
1: Yeah, I know it is. But I don't. I really don't think Don would have, have paid a lot of attention okay. if, if he hadn't felt a little a little threatened at the golf club.
0: I don't think he felt threatened. Well, he just didn't like it. Fair enough. Ugh. You're right. You're right. I mean, oh, correct, sir. Uh, so yeah, they, he talks to her like a child and tells she, her that she's not going to be doing that. She feels really bad. Well, yeah, because she was wearing it thinking she, he would, he would compliment her and not be like, Hey, you're kind of desperate looking. Yeah. And it's embarrassing. I'm like, Oh man, come on. This gotta be a nice way to say that. Aren't you an ad man wordsmith buddy? And we <laughs> go from,
1: we go from one like kind of Mean-spirited awkward conversation to an, uh, just a great awkward conversation. This is this is my favorite scene. All right, the the Joan Peggy, because Peggy walks in, she's she's upset. She's like Joan, make sure I get all of the memos, and she kind of turns to her for some advice, which isn't really her place to give. She doesn't know this world, like she says. Mm-hmm. You know, she says she says she never had a job and never wanted it, and you know tells her to learn to speak the language. Of the, of the, uh, the higher ups. And, uh, and finally gives her a little advice and says, look, if you really want to be taken seriously, don't dress like a little girl.
0: How many people have to tell her this, John?
1: Well, I think like a lot of people, it's repetition. Most people need to hear things seven times before it sinks in. Fair enough. Ah, (laughs) I can't help it. Really you made can. it through a whole show. I mean, it
0: it's been a it's been a week, and I tell you, you can't just turn this stuff off and on.
2: <laughs>
1: but it's uh difficult. I like I like that. I like that 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 scene. And then we we had we stay in the office, but we head into the boardroom. Mm-hmm. And so Don has done what he's been asked. He's come up with this Playtex ad. He took the the Jackie Marilyn idea. It's a great came ad. A, a, yeah, really, really, you know, nice ad using the same girl. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks and then the and, and the guys are like, yeah, we're going to pass.
0: <laughs> no, they just wanted, I was literally just like a test. And if duck would have been able to just, uh, you know, put their minds to rest, like he should have, they wouldn't have had to do this.
2: Right. Um,
0: but you know, he's like, we'll keep it on file for you. It's always yours. And you know, if you decide to go with it, it'll be a winner.
1: And then after the clients leave, I think the little, the little, uh, Interaction that they had earlier kind of paid off because instead of Don being bitter and, you know, I told you so is she's, you know, he's very, he's very nice. Yeah, he he says, look, I think we bought ourselves a couple years of security. It's no big deal. so Indeed,
0: indeed. The uh, Playtex guys want to want to take the whole crew out for uh, a night on the town. Freddie Rumson uh, was asking them if it would feel like if it would feel like work if they took him somewhere with some ladies in their underpants. And uh, the Playtex guys seem to have no problem with this, John, and they say, let's do it. Remember to tell Don he's invited. Is this a, a real
1: place, Paul? Have you been to the TomTom?
0: I don't want to talk about it. Peggy overhears it and uh, kind of starts scheming that maybe she'll so- show up. I don't go anywhere where the place has two names, John. That's just a, it's just a rule. Can you think of any other place? There's the Jim Jims. There's the Tim Tims.
1: All right. I, I don't want to. So, OK. All right. So it's you know, we get through that. We get to the nighttime. Mm-hmm. Uh, Duck walks into an office and just kind of shoes out an employee. And I mean, this is this is actually like a great tease scene because we know he's a he's a drunk, we know he's had problems with alcohol mm-hmm. he goes for the bottle, he opens it up, and he looks at his dog Cha- and chauncey like,
0: magically appears in the office and i i i swear if you listen real quick, if you turn up the volume on the scene real loud the, you actually can hear uh chauncey say i'm i'm, I'm serious you can you can hear him kind of bark don't do it
1: and you you just did that chauncey voice sober didn't you
0: that was what it that's that's I'm just telling you. I'm pretty sure okay. that's what I heard. But
1: So so he looks down at the dog, and you think, wow, you know, isn't that great? He has this close of a bond with his dog that he doesn't want to <laughs> go back on. Are you,
0: are you saying that with a straight face? He doesn't drink because of the dog, and he has that close of a bond with his dog that he doesn't want to disappoint wait, that, him? How are
1: you laughing at me about
0: he doesn't this? Doesn't is guy, disappoint this is him. the guy that
1: hugs the dog more vigorously than his children.
0: Fair enough. I don't think he's not drinking for the dog, John. I think that's the point of the. Listen, team. listen, Chompsy. I don't want to get drunk and say things I don't mean.
1: Right? What?
0: Acting appropriate. Door the dog. <laughs> wow. Do you, so, but, do you want me to edit that out? That whole thing. No.
1: My God. <laughs> so instead of because in, I think I think you're supposed to think, okay, you know, he's going to go home with the dog and that that'll be it. But no, he walks the dog to the door and just kicks it out.
0: Yeah, I you know he's tired of that
1: damn conscience,
0: Chomsey. <laughs> yeah, exactly,
1: exactly. That uh, is his, is his Jiminy Cricket.
0: My favorite uh, thing is that uh, Chomsey looks uh, lovingly through the through the windows for a couple minutes, and then it's like, no, I'm out of here. I'm going to going to Tom Tom's.
1: The face that he makes walking away is the most ridiculous. It almost looks like a duck mask. Duck. It's, yeah, the, his
0: forehead is. I I mean, it doesn't even look like a real face. I'm looking at it right now. Hold on, the dog takes off. Okay, oh whoa! You're right. He's in a <laughs> whole different creepy state. He looks like he's gonna go murder a a bunch of people. I don't even know. Is like it, I whole mean, a family of yeah of of Chaunceys. It's uh, terrible. That damn it's dog.
1: A, so we're we're left to assume he's back up to the office and and draining some Jameson. Couldn't do it with the
0: dog there. I understand. And so now we we get uh are we are
1: uh, yeah we're getting towards
0: the end. We're we toward the-, the scene where uh, things get a little rough between uh, Bobby Barrett and Don Draper. Uh, they are engaged in um in some loving, I could say. Okay, I, m- maybe not. Uh, and uh, Bobby makes an illusion that maybe uh, Don has a reputation around town of being. Uh, well, talented in the sack, John. Oh, there's no illusion. She no, just comes out and says it. She does. She does. And uh, this upsets Don, and he asks if she's been talking about him. And she tries if, to backpedal because she realized what she's done. Kind of. No, she doesn't. She does kind of, kind of back. She's like, oh, I've been talking to nobody, baby. Baby, I've been talking to nobody.
1: Well, no, she she said that she was talking to this woman at Random House that she heard about him. Mm-hmm. Not that she'd been telling stories. And that, uh, you know, she wanted the full Don Draper treatment and she got it. And, oh, my God. You know, and it was uh, it's what she wanted and it was better than they said. And, um, and, and, you know, even before all of this, like even when he first walks in the room, he tells her to stop talking. You know, yeah. he's not interested.
0: Yeah. I, I
1: and then don't he, know. Then he ties her up and gets dressed and leaves and, and says, what? I told you to stop talking.
0: Wow. And that's the end of Bobby Barron. I mean, let's just let's just have a moment.
1: That's not well, I mean, I think that's the end of the uh the intimacy, but it's not
0: the end of her on screen. I hope not, John. <laughs> She's a pistol. Oh man. So uh I think uh we end up, we don't end up, but uh one of the last final scenes here is we uh see all the Playtex guys out at the um at the Tom Toms, if you will. Uh Being that this is on basic cable, John, I think i'm seeing a little too much in this uh in this scene um Pasties and all anyway uh Peggy shows up right she looks this is the best she 's looked in it a year and a half she's probably ever looked on the show let 's just she- say that. Uh, it, was, it was some kind of blue gown. Her is done. She looks great. She looks great to kill, John, and indeed she does. Uh, she shows up. The guys wave her over. They're surprised that she's there, and uh, she goes and sits on the uh, the client's lap, and it's like uh, getting about, a little friendly.
1: Well, yeah, but she's about what two two feet from the performer, and yeah. sitting on the client's lap. I mean, I gotta, just talk about. I could have
0: a, seen a little less of the performer, to be honest with you. I don't know if that's a wig or a family of ferrets on her head. I yes, uh, yes, John. Uh, Moving on. Pete shoots shoots Peggy a glance that is like I'm disapproving of this, and she's she just is like you know what, buddy, eat it, eat it, eat a bag. I'm tired of this.
1: Yeah, she. I mean, it it really is though. It's just terribly awkward for her. Well, all the way around, but.
0: I mean, this, if I was her, I would have just given him the bird and been like, seriously, buddy, what do you care? Or What's give him your people? deal? You what, I would have got bird? up, I would have slapped Pete in the face. And been like, What's your deal, man?
2: He's oh, got a lot of style, A lot of
0: issues. Buddy. Uh, he's working next, through them. He's an idiot. He can't work through anything. The next, uh, the next and last scene is uh, Don's waking up at home. Surprise, surprise, I guess. Then, as we know, it didn't work out with Bobby. And uh, he goes into the uh, bathroom to shave. And uh, he's, you know, soaping up and a uh, little Sally Draper comes in and says, uh, sits down. And she's like, oh, I just I'll just sit here. Uh, I won't say anything because I don't want you to cut yourself. And Don's just like yet another introspective moment where he realizes he's kind of a son of a bitch.
1: Well, no, I, I think that he, uh, what stops him is that's, that's exactly what happened last night. Well, yeah. You know, because because Bobby wasn't quiet, he kind of cut himself on his own reputation. Heyo, oh,
0: cut himself on his... Oh, man, how much time are you putting into this, John? That was beautiful. Oh, that, that wasn't a note. That was just that right was, now. That was off the cuff. Yeah. That was making things up. Yeah. That was an ad lib. That's part of the show. Oh my goodness! Now I know. Now I know why you're doing this show. You're, you're a natural.
1: But it, you know, it does another another uh, pull away, which I think you know. This feels like it's the fourteenth show in a row that they do this kind of an end of the scene. Yeah, uh,
0: but at least he's not sitting in the kitchen this time.
1: No, he's not. But I think it's. I think what it was really cool about it is that they pull away, and then you lose Don from the camera for a second, and then you see him. You catch in the him mirror. in the mirror. Yes yeah.
0: indeed, indeed
1: uh and so, it makes the it makes the viewer think you know is uh, not only the viewer but everybody in, in Don's life you know is what what are they seeing are they seeing a real Don Draper are they just seeing an illusion a, a smoke and mirrors presentation oh my goodness john Whew. and is the Hold real on, don i Dra- need
0: to, i need to get a glass of water you're killing me here this is is the, the
1: is the real don draper just around the corner on the toilet
0: oh. <laughs> Yes. Oh, things were going well. Things were going well. John, that's the end of the episode. Can I just say real quick, another killer? I, yes. Yes, you can. You, and you this were right. One. You called me right after you watched it for the second time. You said this was wonderful. Yes. I said, I said, calm down. I don't have time, but it I was, mean, I, it was wonderful. I, I hope
1: you're not too upset about the, you know, Bobby
0: dropping out of the picture. I'll survive. You know, I'll survive. John, Yes. I don't know if you know this, but we've had a lot of listener participation. Oh, it's been wonderful. We've had a lot of it. Can I can I say one thing real quick? Go ahead. We got some phone calls. We got phone calls? We got some phone calls. All right. So it works. It does work. So for everyone who said it doesn't, stop it. Um we got uh we got two phone calls. We got one phone call from um from Denise, who also emailed it. And also, by the way, sent in a, uh, a, uh, a magazine article. Um, actually about the, uh, uh, about a, um, oh my goodness. Why does my brain go blank? You're a doctor. What, what's happening to me? I think it's all the booze. Probably. No, she sent an article about the Eames, uh, the, the Eames chair, which was done around that time, which is actually my favorite piece of furniture. It's the Eames lounge uh, with the, uh, ottoman, which hasn't been in the show, I don't believe. They've had a Mies van der Rohe daybed, which is what, um, uh, Betty, uh, uh, lays on when she's talking to the psychiatrist, but I have not spotted one of these yet in the show, uh, and I'm not sure why, other than they're crazy expensive, and I wish I had two of them. Um, but it's those leather chairs with the, um, walnut, uh, bent plywood around them, Okay. Um. I'll, maybe I'll put a picture up on the. Uh, I
1: think that would help a lot of people. <laughs> yeah.
0: Not everybody knows the, the Eames collections. Of course, I'm actually sitting <laughs> on an Eames chair right now, John. Anyway, not one of those. It's a fiberglass one. Moving on. Uh, Denise called, uh, and and would would like us to have our mom on the show. Is this you? Didn't she call on Mother's Day though? Uh, she did not call on Mother's Day. Uh, she called like the next day. Maybe. Well, how, what, what if we have her on next Mother's Day? Well, okay. Sounds like a plan. All right. Uh, we'll make everyone's dreams come true, John, a year from now. Wow. Um, the, the, next, the next call uh, was Zach. And I think we're actually going to play this one because uh, if the machine hadn't cut off, he would have gone for a full 45 minutes. Now, Zach, I really appreciate the call. I do. It was lovely. Um, you, you went into uh, 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 a lot of detail. Uh, you gave us, uh, three things, which, which we did, um, one of yours in the Biggie Top of the show. Uh, and then, uh, he was, he was, he was describing the detail. Well, you know what? I'll just let him tell you, John. Okay.
2: Hey, John and Paul, this is, uh, fan Zach of the show. Uh, just wanted to thank you guys for all the work you put into the Madman Recap Podcast. Really enjoy it. Uh, I'm the one that sent you the, uh, studio picture. Glad you guys got a kick out of that. I had fun doing that, putting it together for you. I just had three kind of things I wanted to share. Uh, One is I'm in the second season. I'm almost done with the second season. And an observation I have is just how unhappy and how unfulfilled everybody in the show is. Um, You know, you've got, like, Peggy is unhappy originally with her, like, role as a woman in the office. But as she's being successful there, she's unhappy with her personal life. You know, Betty's unhappy with kind of the home, homemaker life. Uh, Pete, he's unhappy with the expectations of, like, what it is to be a husband, uh, you know, well, you should start a family and all that stuff. Uh, Sal, of course, with the you know, social mores of the time. Uh, Roger's unhappy with his wife. It just And, of course, Don, like, he just seems perpetually unhappy. Like, he got everything he ever wanted when he took on this new personality, but he's just completely unhappy with it. Um The only exception I thought, and maybe you guys can talk about this, I think Ken Crosgrove is actually happy. He, of course, we don't know much about him, but he seems genuinely happy at the office, and he, you know, he did that little dabbling in writing, like, so he had other things he wanted to try, and he does it, and it seems to make him happy. So I thought maybe Ken's the only character that we know that, in the show, that actually seems kind of fulfilled with what's going on. Um... For uh, for you, uh, I wanted to give you for your episode three things we learned because you said you were hoping that someone would give you that. So for the next episode, which I think is called Maiden Form, here's three things that we learned. One, we learned that Peggy will make sure the boys remember her next time. Two, Don doesn't like to be watched when he shaves. And three, Duck's dog must have been his AA sponsor. Those three Those are three things to look for in Maiden Form. And one last quick thing, if you go to the uh, AMC official Mad Men website, near the bottom they have this little, uh, I don't know, game or whatever you want to call it, where it says you can Mad Men yourself, and you sort of make a, a Mad Men avatar of yourself. It's pretty simple, you know, you gotta kind of pick your body type, your facial features, uh, you just to pick your wardrobe. The whole time there's this very 60s music going on, and uh, so you can totally Mad Men yourself, make this little character yourself. And then there's some backgrounds that you can uh, put that, that image into. So you can be actually at Sterling Cooper office, and they have like Mad Men, kind of cartoonish looking, uh, Mad Men cartoonish avatars of all the characters from the show, and they can kind of put you in there. There's another one where you can be.
0: Yeah, I didn't. I, that wasn't me. I didn't cut that off, John. I know. That's That is, right.
2: that is literally
0: uh, you have three minutes, people, and when you go over three minutes, uh, they cut you off.
1: Well, I, we appreciate the call. I, I like we the do. I like I like the three things. I I really kind of disagree with the Ken Cosgrove thing. Uh, well, he's
0: he is so damn happy that stupid fool.
1: No, I think I think that's the point. I think he's just a doof. He's a uh-huh. doof. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. he's not he is not genuinely happy. You know, he's in that uh, he's in that bachelor. You know, chase as much tail as you can. Yeah, uh, he'll even say later on in a uh, upcoming episode that you know this was this was this is not in any way a career you know he just went after this job because he thought he could make a little bit of money I mean um, I, I don't I don't think that that's an accurate statement just, I
0: think it is an accurate statement I think he's just human uh, what what else do we have going on John that th- and, and thank you for our callers we appreciate it very much yeah I we got a, we got a handful
1: of emails we got six emails we'll kind of get through those pretty quick here Uh our buddy Muzz down under in Australia uh, just wrote in to say that he uh, he really thought it was a uh, sterling effort. Ha ha. I like and that it. He, that he I didn't I didn't really I I thought this was a thing that people knew that we were brothers, but we heard a couple of times that they didn't. So he found that out uh, apparently with a, a lot of other people. Uh Zach wrote in kind of just asking some uh info about the the podcast and how it's up and running as did um uh as did Alexis They both, you know, as we heard from the voicemail, they both really liked the show and just kind of wanted to know how we prepare and how we put up the show. How do you prepare, John? How do I prepare? Yeah, how do you prepare? I have a a little three-minute, very melodic uh, meditation song that I listen to before I watch the show. Oh, wow. Okay. Then I watch the show, take some notes. Okay. And then I go uh, pour some kind of hard liquor drink. Right. Yeah.
0: Uh, Okay. Okay. Uh, well, I prepare by uh, maybe watching the show. Yeah. Uh, and then right after forgetting everything I just saw. Okay. Uh, and then purging my mind of all human names. And then, again, also having it, having a hard liquor drink. <laughs> so, uh, wow, that's pretty similar.
1: I think we explained a lot to the listeners.
0: <laughs> it makes more sense, everybody, doesn't it? Uh, we also
1: heard... Uh, now, Erica is who we use to get the third of the top three this, uh, to start off the episode. And she just she just launched into this. I, I want to read this real quick. Uh, Erica sends, I wanted to contribute to the three things we learned from season two, episode six, but I can't watch that episode again. It's just too much Duck. That Duck's wife. True. Duck's oh. afternoon problem. Oh. Duck's kids. Oh. Duck's dog. Oh. Duck, is, Duck is just a dick. Even the, even the douche crew doesn't want to hang out with him. True. I hate Duck. And then she says, sorry uh don't apologize for don't apologize that that is a that's a normal reaction
0: to duck phillips erica it's completely normal completely normal you may want to you 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 may want to take some anger management at this point because i just want to remind you it's a television show um duck does suck but everything's gonna be okay
1: i don't i don't think she hurt anybody
0: okay fair enough all right
1: (laughs) there it is number 12 Uh, (laughs) um uh Denise uh Denise uh, f- sent in the the three things like you said
0: uh which we we appreciate thank you very much She was incredibly she was she she wins the spirit award for most involved this t- between episodes
1: Absolutely no very, uh, we, very involved wonderful And uh, the last email came from uh our listener Anthony and he just wanted to uh you know kind of make a little comment about Peggy saying that she really has kind of seen seemed uh, less energetic than season one. Much more angry, uh, much more brooding, and I don't. I you know I actually had a little uh, conversation with him through email, and I think that's the point. You know, we're we're watching her transition from the very first episode when she was just another girl who has no talent but typing, uh, and becoming more and more of some somebody. Okay. And that's uh that actually leads into our. Let's not forget uh,
0: she had a, she had a, a child. Well, right, right. That that doesn't help, and she, and she went crazy.
1: It, right, which I think would account for being attracted to Pete Campbell hey, oh. Uh And I think I'm gonna guess it's it's maybe the the same guy. There's a somebody named the Ant Man uh, that wrote in and gave us five stars on iTunes. Thank you very much. Oh, oh. And uh, you know actually <clears throat> sorry uh, refers to the Mad Men recap. Uh, Show is a a click of fellow madman maniacs. Wow. Um, uh, It says, uh, you know, be it laughing at jokes or silently nodding in agreement, as I hear an observation. It's a podcast that really shows. It loves this show. as It explores every nook and cranny, And no matter what you're doing, be it at uh, work or carpentry or just driving. It's a pleasant diversion. Uh, And thank you. That was very nice. Very nice. And one other comment from uh, somebody named Sad and Upset. Oh, okay. Wait. Apparently they... They can were, hap- can, can we help? They were, they were happy enough to give us five stars. That's what hey. I like. The, we,
0: hey, sad people. Listen to our show.
1: <laughs> but you know, it said that we're funny and entertaining, and uh, I like I feel like I know John and Paul. they pick up on nuances I missed. More, please.
0: So thank you. Thank you. I would uh, like to give that person an, an, an audible hug right now. Audible.: Yeah, hold on. Can you hear that? I just rubbed the mic against my chest. I have a shirt on. It's not weird. Uh, John, we have a we have a few. We had, we had a few uh, comments on the Facebook. One of them that I'm truly delighted by. Um, Jackie wrote in and said that she'd love to see the picture of the two of us. That's uh, not going to happen. Uh, didn't notice that we were brothers until she listened to the last show. Imagine that John is taller than Paul. John has light brown hair, sort of straight, with a little wave in it, about 6'1". Looks a little like Troy Donahue. Paul, on the other hand, is about 5'10", with darker hair, receding hairline, and looks like Paul Giamatti, John. And I wrote back to this and said, you are spot on. I actually was a little creeped out by how perfect she got our, uh, our appearance.
1: It's, it's, I wonder if we know this person.
0: I am starting to think we do. All right. Uh, I get on the street all the time. A lot of people say, hey, Paul. And I turn around because that's my name. But they thought I was Paul Giamatti.
1: <laughs> all the time.
0: Uh, and then uh, we also got another uh, a write-in from Anthony saying that um, he, had laugh as, he had to hide his laughs from the coworkers, which is great, and loves the uh, old-fashioned hangover, uh, which I don't have tonight. But um, I wish I did. Next time. Have we got anything else, John? That's the wrap. Oh, my goodness. Oh, God, jeez! Well, hey, everybody. Guess what? We still have the Facebook account. We haven't been locked out. And uh, so please look us up on Facebook. It's Mad Men Recap. If you haven't joined yet, please do. Uh, there's lots of people there just like you that like Mad Men. And we also have a website. MadmanRecap.com where we have all the shows posted so if you can't get to your ipod your iphone or anything else with an "i" in front of it uh you can go there and listen to any of the shows and we also post a lot of the links we talk about and john writes a little portion before uh for for each uh, show that you can read if you like to read i don't um if you'd like to
1: give us uh if you'd like to give us a phone call that's where you can find it on the website
0: that's true and you can also follow us on twitter john because we are we're down with the kids you know we're on the social networking and uh we're trying hard to make it um, as easy as possible for you to listen to us talk
1: and for anybody that hasn't written into the show and would like to you can get to us by writing in at staff
0: at madmanrecap.com and john will respond to you i will he will all right john um i enjoyed doing the show with you tonight
1: It was a great show. These are, like I said, I've I've been watching ahead a little bit. These are gonna
0: get better. Don't cheat. Don't cheat on me. Okay. All right, buddy. We'll talk to. Wait. Can wait. Did you? You can hear that, right? You hear that? Is that Chauncey? That's not Chauncey. Every time the show's about to end, it's the music. Oh, right. Is it too loud for you? It's a little loud for me. All All right, right. We'll talk to you later, buddy. All right. Bye. Bye.